Hello guys and welcome, welcome to, to Happy, Happy Single, Single Mums. Are you really just going to copy everything I'm saying? Yes! <laughs> Hello guys and welcome to Happy Single Mums, a podcast surrounding real single mummy life. Every episode will deliver the best hard-hitting topics surrounding mummy life. So, here's your host, me, Khalifa. and welcome to happy single mums i'm your host khalifa today we have a lovely lady called emerald from america she is a new mummy she's also a blogger um i when we actually have been speaking in the dm so when we actually decided that we we're gonna have this podcast um together this is the second time we're meant to actually meet isn't it um but yeah just life happened but i'm so grateful that she's taking the time out now to actually speak to me so please tell me about your single mummy journey tell the audience about yourself yes so um i became a single mom about three months ago after a relationship with my son's father ended very abruptly Uh uh we were together for a few months um dating happily in love and everything and you know i knew up front he wasn't someone who liked conflict um because you know of course at this age we're talking about you know what types of things uh, deter you from a relationship? What, you know, just what are our issues? We're, we're leading with like, what are our issues, what are our problems? Um, so we were, the relationship was going really, really, really good. Um, we were talking, he lived with me in my house um, and things were good. You know, we wanted to start a family. Um, and then we had a very small, in my mind, a very small fight, but it was enough to have him run away. He, he left, he just left. And when I say, you know, I brought my best self to this relationship, I really did. You know, I wasn't as argumentative as I may have been in the past. Like, of course I'm gonna speak my mind on things, but I definitely wasn't super confrontational. So I was taken aback by him leaving the relationship and I was just like, okay, you know, that it is what it is. Um, it probably two days had passed Um, I hadn't heard from him. I tried to reach out to him. And at that point, I was just like, you know what, come get your things. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna play these games. I didn't even know I was pregnant yet. I just knew that, uh, you know, I'm getting broken up with, I'm being left right now. So, you know, fast forward, I end up in on a vacation in Canada with my girlfriend. We're having a ski trip. It was epic. Um, I might get home. I miss my period. And I'm like, you know, talking to him. Um, hey, you know, I missed my period. You better hope I'm not pregnant. I was upset because, you know, at this point, you've left me. That's, I feel abandoned. Um, and so take a pregnancy test. It's positive. Ball my eyes out because it is not at all how I saw this going. And that is really where my single mom journey began. Did you consider getting back together or how, how was it? <sighs> you know, at that time, he really didn't show the desire to want to be back together. He was like, I'll be present in his life, but he really didn't show the desire to want to date again. And so he didn't, since he didn't show that, I really didn't put it on the table either. You know, I just kind of accepted it. So how was like your pregnancy? Was he at least turning up um, for appointments or did you have to do everything by yourself? Everything was by myself. It was a very 
it was stressful. It was hard. You know, we had a lot of fights throughout my pregnancy because, and this is kind of where my blog had gotten birth. I was like, I know I brought my best self to this relationship. You know, I know I had did the work. I had been to therapy. You know, I knew what my issues were. I knew what my shadows were. I knew what all of the issues I had were and I had actively worked on them. So I was befuddled as to like why he left. And so I felt like my value wouldn't even allow me to enter back into the relationship. I was about full on ready to just do this thing, be a single mom. I was encouraged by you know, the single moms that I had found online that it can be done, you can do it. Um, it can, it's gonna be difficult, but it's not impossible. You know, many women do it and it's better to be alone doing it on your own than in an unhealthy relationship yeah. where you're unsupported. And so when, you know, doctor's appointments and stuff like that were needed and, you know, I, I would give him the opportunity to show up to these things and he didn't, um, I just knew at that point, I was like, well, I, I guess I have to press, you know, I have to press. You're, you're not showing up. I'm giving you the opportunity. You're not taking it. So he was really unsupportive. And I told him many times throughout the pregnancy, you are very unsupportive. What, what about the childbirth then? <laughs> so, you know, with the whole pandemic situation, um, they only allowed one support person who was able to be there. It's okay for the birth of my child, right? And so ahead of time, I had asked him if he wanted to be there. And he said, oh yeah, I do. Uh, so I was like, okay, but I need you to be like supportive, emotionally supportive. I need you to be there. Um, he's like, I get it. And during the relationship and during the pregnancy, he just wasn't supportive. So, you know, fear got the best of me. I called the hospital and I'm like, listen, can I just please, just make a case for him to be there the day of my son's birth, but allow me to have another support person there who's really going to show up for me. Um, so I did my research. You know, I found a postpartum doula who I didn't even think I would call on for, you know, some of the hospital. Right. Um, the what day is a postpartum son, doula for people that don't know what that, that is? Yeah, so that is someone who is there for you. That is someone who's like a support person. You know, you essentially you hire them to be your caretaker, emotionally, spiritually, you know, spiritually, physically, whatever you need, um, they're there to support you and your transition into motherhood. And that's what this woman was for me. Okay. So did she yeah. actually attend since she, she was there? She, so she wasn't there for the birth um, and neither was he. Um, and, you know, it, that was hard. Because so you did it by yourself? I did it by myself. Wow. I did it. it was a section and it was emotional, you know, because it was it was a big, you know, it was a, a big time. And, and the fact that, you know, I know he wanted to be a part of his son's life. I'm like, but you missed his birth. Yeah. So you had the C-section by yourself. So what about friends and family? So um, friends. So as far as family, I have none in the local area. When I moved here. I moved here for my father, but he passed away in 2014. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no, it's so it's 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 kind of like this. I've just kind of learned how to always march forward. Yeah. Um, my stepmom and my little brothers they moved to Texas, so I kind of stayed back and stayed here alone. As far as friends, you know, I realized the the whole pregnancy journey really, and then doing it alone and the birth alone, I had to question a lot. You know, I thought I had it all together. 
but why didn't I have the type of support I needed in such an important time in my life? Tell me about your blog, The Mama Journey. Yes, so I I was mentioning how, you know, I realized I had such a lack of support. And so I had to, I, I thought I had done all the journeying. You know, I thought I had journeyed inward because I listen, if there's something I'm addicted to, it's self-help. Yeah. Okay. Like as long as I've been an adult, I'm like, what are my childhood issues? Let me fix my daddy issues. Let me fix my mommy issues. You know, how do I show up in relationships? I'm always trying to improve. I'm a little bit of a scholar when it comes to like self-improvement. I've seen on your Instagram pages, because I, I, I love philosophy. I studied philosophy myself and I see some of the, Ooh. yeah, some of the quotes that you put on. I've even, I've even got um, a tattoo of Rene Descartes called Gide Som." I think therefore I am on me. So um, yeah. Um, so I know that you love, you love philosophy and you love, yeah. you know, just learning about yourself and sometimes I feel like with my own single mummy journey I had I've said this before that I had a termination and I because I didn't want to be a single mom and what I find is that as human beings the one thing that you are afraid of maybe it's being alone maybe it's been an abusive relationship maybe it's being a single mom sometimes you run into its arms indirectly you know so it's about knowing that fear and identifying it and knowing why it's such a big fear for you. And ideally me being a single mom has brought out different gifts in me that I just didn't know that I had and I wouldn't change it for the world. And I'd say to people now that if I had known what I know now as a single mom and having my son, I wouldn't have had a termination. You know, mm. I, would, I would not have had yeah. the termination. So yes tell me about the journey then how have you found the journey I know it's still relatively new for you but even the blog itself how have you found I don't know maybe when when the when your son does something new (laughs) how have you found just you know speaking about it and you know connecting with other women well you know it's him being an infant you know they're inherently selfish and I used to show up in relationships to some extent, very much a people pleaser, you know? And so I had to take a minute to say, you know what? It's okay for me to be selfish too. It's okay for me to set up boundaries. Um, It's okay for me to say no. It's okay for me to tell someone I'm sad because again, there's this like hard shell. I just march forward all the time. Um, And I really started to pay attention. Like when he's sad, of course, like any baby, they let you know. And, you know, with my son's father, one of the reasons why we're able to be in such a good place that we are now is I've learned how to communicate my emotions um, without being immature about them. You know what I mean? Like the difference between children and adults is we have the ability to articulate ourselves in a way that babies can't. So like, I can, I can cry, you know, like my baby. And that's, I I tend to think that um, men appreciate when a woman actually does show her more softer side, like, Hey, you know, I hurt you. You hurt my feelings. Like they appreciate that. You know, they don't appreciate you always being so hard. They want to know, like, they want to nurture you in the same way that you nurture a baby. And the only way that they're going to be able to know that is by you showing that. And I learned that from my son. I know how to be there because he lets me know 
So you feel I like don't you're, have to. you're constantly learning lessons through through him and for him kind of thing. Yeah. That yeah. Is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. So how yeah. have you found co-parenting then whilst you have a baby? You know, um, initially I was very I before I even had the baby, I set up a parental agreement. Wow. Uh, yes, that is very, I, very mature. I yep, I was like, you know what? Let's set up a parental agreement. Bless you. Let's set up a visitation agreement. Let's get this out of the way because what I'm not going to do as a single mom is be stressed out and figure this stuff out later. You know, you left the situation. You claim you want to be involved. So let's get this sorted before he gets here so that that just gives me that much more time to dedicate to him. And so we don't have that chaos and figuring it out later. Um, so we did that. And, you know, it started, you know, we stuck to it for a while. It started with, you know, our, our co-parenting schedule. And then through that, it made us kind of talk to each other more. I was like, listen, if you're going to come around, because when he showed up, he did show up to the hospital, but not for the birth. When he showed up to the hospital, he was cold. And I just was like, you know what, listen, you're not going to show up and come around our son and be cold so that he sees this is how you treat his mother. Because if he sees that you treat his mother coldly, the woman that, you know, he looks, he looks to, that's going to be raising. And how do you think he's going to respond? What do you think he's going to do? So, um, I started to kind of feed, um, my lessons to him and that actually helped with our co-parenting journey and actually brought us a little bit closer Mm. to, um, so much to the point that I started dating my son's dad no 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 sorry sorry say say that again so you know you no so you're dating him again now I'm dating him again now okay (laughs) so technically you ain't a single mama girl (laughs) well here's the weird part right I am because he is not he's still on a schedule he's still paying his child support Okay. There, in no, in no shape or fashion, am I leaving my son with him by himself. Okay. Um, where I look at it, I kind of look at it as this: say you're a single mom and you start dating a new man for the first time. Yeah. Um, he'll come around, but you don't leave your child with him. You don't make big decisions with him. You know, you don't. So, I'm still testing. I'm still really seeing if he's gonna stick around because if he he abandoned you know and and left the situation yeah who's to say he's not going to do that again and that was why the co-parenting schedule was so very important we have to see if you can stick to something because you did not stick to this relationship and so discussion in regards to if this doesn't because then that means that this is the second time you're going to try it out so if it doesn't work out again have you had mm -hmm. that discussion if what's the next step yeah it's going to be what we've already set aside as our co-parenting agreement. You know, we, we already, yep. So now he still comes around the same schedule, but we're romantically involved. You know, if it doesn't work out, you come around the same schedule. We're not romantically involved and we just march on as I've been doing, which is really taking care of everything. So what's one advice that you'd give to like a a new mom right now that wants to co-parent? without any conflict to put that I would say yeah establishing a parental agreement up front um having you know you have to you have to be very mature 
and be ready and willing to you know open because it was very it was very hard my heart was like I can't take it but you know what this is his son too um so listen this is how it's gonna it's if you establish it it's more so on your terms first and it's not it's gonna give that person an opportunity to um show up and not have enough time to get angry and say oh she didn't let me be a part of my child's life because really to me that's where things get toxic you yeah. know so I sent it to him. I'm like, how does, how do you, what do you think about this? Are you okay with this parental agreement? You know, we had a few iterations and came to an agreement. And so that's what I would say, establish it early. That's awesome. And I think now what you've said, you, you're very mature. Cause I know that a, um, a number of women might have held, you know, some kind of resentment towards their partners. Yeah. So what is one thing you wish you had done then before you had the child, now you do have the child? Is there something that you wish you had put in place at all? Um, you said before having my son? Yeah. You know, I feel like the way I did everything was exactly the way it needed to go. Awesome. You know, like I, I did the, even, you know, I, I prepared for the C-section, you know, I did the research. I, I mean, how much can you prepare for a surgery, right? But I did like research, you know, what self, what things do I need at home? I had to postpartum doula, meet me at home. You know, the first night I get back from the hospital, I'm going to need you. I anticipated the support that I was going to need. Mm. And I would say it was all preparation. It was, I had to heal and start doing the journey of healing while pregnant in order for it to go as well as it did. That's I couldn't say stuck, you know, stuck in my emotions. I couldn't, you know, I ruminated a lot. Um, and the, the rumination though unhealthy was good because, you know, it did lead to greater self-reflection and that, you know what? I did contribute to the downfall of this relationship. And where can I go from here? If not with him, with another man, mm -hmm. you know, he's fully aware. I'm like, listen, I'm caught my, I'm a single mom. I know you, you know, you, you taking pictures with me on your little Instagram and stuff, and we're showing off this thing, but let me let you know something. Like, I am still, I am the one up every night. I am with this baby every night. If every day, you know, there is, there's no reliability there mm -hmm. from him other than the timing that we've sort of set apart, you know? He doesn't have a car seat. If anything happens to me, where the baby gonna go? Sit on his lap? So. <laughs> yeah okay so, you know, but, I'm just yeah talking about the healing so what forms of self-care do you provide yourself to actually remain happy and sane because I know that after I had my son it was it was hard for a, a couple of months so what have you put in place boundaries were the first thing um awesome. a schedule so some boundaries would be uh when I, when I had to evaluate my relationships, I knew that I couldn't give that much of myself to as many people as I did before, yeah. especially because they didn't show up for me in the ways that I needed them to. So I quickly learned how much time I was gonna set aside for others and how much time, how much more time I was gonna give back to myself. Um, exercise now is huge for me, um, journaling. I do something where I'll just write for five minutes, everything that's on my brain and just kind of like a, a dumping of taking the garbage out, what's on my brain, you know, getting it on paper, getting it out of my head. Um, routine, you know, 
I'm kind of a type A personality. So my self-care looks very like regimented. Um, so, you know, sticking to a routine, going to bed at the same time every night uh, is so important for me. Um, I stopped drinking. You know, I, I drank before I got pregnant. Not a lot, but I haven't really introduced alcohol back in um, because I was like, I have to be present for my baby, you know? Um, and I didn't feel good. I had a glass of wine. I didn't feel good. So I was like, if something doesn't feel good, it's not me taking care of myself. Yeah. So I only do those things that feel good for me. And if it doesn't feel good, whether it's talking to someone, whether it's doing an activity, whether it's watching a show, I won't do it. I don't engage. Conversation, I don't engage. That is, that is magnificent advice. I say that to people all the time. Like this, yeah. you, people chip away at your energy, you know, and you have to kind of preserve your own energy. Yeah, you have absolutely. to. So if there's a woman listening right now that is finding herself pregnant or has had the child, what is an, another piece of advice that you would like to give her? Just like, girl, you got this. Yeah. You know, like, you got this because I realized like we're made for this. We are made to be caretakers. Our strength, I didn't realize how strong I was until nobody was there for me. How I healed from my C-section, I look back, I'm like, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. Mm. You know, I listened to your podcast. I listened to Gabrielle um, Books, I believe is her name. Yeah. When she was talking about, you know, giving a baby a bath during your C-section, I'm like, take notes, take notes. You got it, take notes, um, arm yourself with resources find support online, find an outlet, yeah. you know, connect with other mamas. When I was in the hospital, I was on Instagram asking another single mama, you know, how did you deal with this? And we were able to find that support in each other. So, yeah. you know, you have to, you have to get it where you can and just realize your strength, you know, and, and also it's okay to be vulnerable and ask for help. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, it's an opportunity for people to see um, your softness. You know, it's an opportunity for people to say, you know what, I can help that person. So while you're strong, don't also be so strong that you don't ask for help too. Yeah, no, you're right. Do you know what, I'm so, so proud of you. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. You have done it. You know, I remember when we spoke when you, I think when you were pregnant, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And, now, and I'm like, how do you do it? And and that's the thing is you have to create that network of support. Yeah. You know, you really do because, and I just, I look at my son and he looks at me and I'm like, you know what? This is my, like, this is why it was all possible. Like, yeah. like I had an abortion before, yeah. you know, and because I wasn't ready, but I realized you become ready um, by, by doing the work. And that's really what the blog is about is you know what? Motherhood is changing me. And I want to document that. And motherhood changes us all, you know, and, and I just kind of want to share how motherhood is changing me. So please, where can people find the um, blog and where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so the blog is called this, excuse him. <laughs> it's called This Mama's Journey. And on social media, it's Emmyland. Um, e M I three, uh, the number three, and then land. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on the Happy Single Mummy. 
Control. When I get there.